0: scary ass cave how did i get in here Whoa! whoa 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 Whoa. okay i need to get out of here um i don't deal with snake people Um, i
1: will make you solve a snake related riddle because you are the chosen one
0: i don't know anything about choosing anybody i am on my way out of the cave thank you uh goodbye
1: Look, listen, man, this is like my bread and butter here. If you don't participate in this, I'm not going to be able to feed my family. So if you could just play
0: along. But it's I a mean. scary cave. I just... Uh, fine. Okay. Um. Look, what is These your... are rubber snakes. <laughs> None of this is real. You're literally in
1: a cardboard box. Just relax, you little eight-year-old. How did I get in here?
0: <laughs> this is not my beautiful house.
1: <laughs> this is not my beautiful life. Oh,
0: dude, speaking of... I wrote a huge talking heads joke in my notes. Oh, <laughs> from the same can, song too. Oh, can we hear God, it? Yes. Well, it won't make sense unless we we review the film. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay. Hey, hey everybody.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Indie Film Review. I'm Jared. That's Dan, a little boy Dan on an adventure.
0: Yes, in the, in a cardboard box. Uh, don't That's mind right. my don't mind my booming male voice. I swear to you, I am eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> is it normal for hair to grow on the forehead? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. No. He's a growing boy, ladies got, and gentlemen. He's got he's got a voodoo curse on him, is what he has. A voodoo curse, uh, Dan. What do we do here? I'm so confused. We are the Indie Film Review, and we like to review indie films. And this week is no different because we, in, we, independ, we independently we reviewed independent. an independent film. Um, yeah, both Jared and I independently reviewed it and we put the, the, we put the, the, the audio awesome. files together and it makes a conversation. It's really cool. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much
1: fun. Anyways, Dan, this film was brought to us by friend of the show, Andy Walker. Andy Walker does a, a podcast What's the name of, his own. of the show. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you, if you just fucking wait three seconds, <laughs> it, it's called Sci-4 Podcast. And so they are even more nice than us. They cover only sci-fi films that are shorts and independent films. So that's like a layer within a layer within a layer. I like their show. I think it's great. And they got a couple submissions that were sent to them, but they were long films. And as you know, we do short film and long film. So he's like, hey, I like the show. Um, you know, uh, do you want some of these films? And I was like, yes, of course I do. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give yum, num, 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 num. So we took uh, this film. It's called, uh, what, what
0: is The Riddle of the yeah. Spider's Web. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> By uh, Wegener, right? Scott Wegener. He wrote, directed, and shot it i think he was the cinematographer as well yeah he
1: i think he's all the things he was also the sea captain i believe
0: yes he was the sea captain and um he is he's is an ambitious man um, yeah this film very is ambitious. insane because it is all of the makings of a huge tentpole blockbuster picture with none mm-hmm. of the budget And he (laughs) Yeah. He like he's like, fuck it, let's throw caution to the wind and we are going to put the pedal to the metal and just balls out this movie and goddamn It's kind of a
1: triumph that he was even able to Yes to do this. Yeah. Because there's just so much going on. And and there's so many like highly technical, like mission impossible scenes that he created in this that if if the budget was really high, could have been uh, you know ama- like those could have been amazing. So I see his vision. And if he had that money, he could have done some like nuts so, so stuff. But we'll get into all the technicals and how we feel about it in a second. Dan, why don't you tell us what uh, this film is about?
0: So this is actually the f- third film in a series of films. It's a trilogy I learned. Um, I don't know the names of the other films, but I think they all have to thematically do with spider webs. Um, anyway, this is the, the third film in the installment, and um, it's about a guy named Philip Harrison, a teenager named Philip Harrison, who is a genius physicist, and he is being he he ha- he's under the custody of some dude and his two sons and they're all like a big happy family but the the guy doesn't like him because Harrison always gets into trouble and yeah. basically they they start at this uh in Haiti at this hospital that's opening its doors because they have developed a cancer laser and <laughs> yeah. the cancer laser ends up getting stolen and it looks like <laughs> Philip Harrison is the one who stole it so it, that's where the adventure goes but the adventure goes so much further than that. Like, there's way too much going on in this movie to encapsulate yeah. it into one synopsis. So, just know that it's about this these two boy geniuses, and then one of them has relatives in Martinique, um, and he's of a voodoo lineage, and he's the chosen one.
1: Dude, it's... There is so much going on. Some might say too much. And... Uh, <laughs> because... Okay. We... Before we even get into the question, well, you know what? Let's just do questions, and then I'll, I'll do my insane spiel that I have planned. Okay. Um. So, Dan, how did you feel about the special effects?
0: Jared, I'm glad you asked me that.
1: <laughs> uh, if it I, wasn't on the tip of both of our tongues. At
0: first, at 1st I'm like, oh, this is... Okay, so here, here's the deal. We had planned on watching this um, a month ago, like mm-hmm. weeks and weeks ago, and... As we were planning it, I watched the film early, like a little bit yeah. too early in the week because then you surprised me by saying, oh, we're not doing that. So, because
1: no, the DCIFF yeah. showed up and they're like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, ah, oh, we got to get coverage on this. this yeah, so that's what we
0: did. So I have seen this movie twice. So I have that privilege. Oh so God, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be sorry because I started to like the terrible CGI. Oh,
1: because. Okay.
0: Be- because of how big this 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 movie is in terms of its you know grandiose plot and just so much ideas just spilling mm-hmm. out of it I almost think that the terrible CGI is like a big fuck you to Hollywood like overbloated blockbusters because yeah yeah like you know I can make a film with just as much of a weird ass fucking plot that's gonna require explosions and I can do it all in five mm-hmm. minutes on my computer and it doesn't necessarily detract from the the narrative I'm spinning which it didn't like I, I the the they were charming throughout the film I don't know how about you? You know what? I You're
1: starting to win me over because if you think about some of the, these Marvel DC movies, they don't fucking make any sense either. You got exactly. like Aquaman's flying around fucking like kissing dolphins and shit. And you got magic stones everywhere. It's all fucking nonsense anyways. So, you know, if, if the movie is entertaining, uh, I was talking with somebody on Twitter about this Indie Film Pod on Twitter, if you want to talk to us. And they were talking about your suspension of disbelief in enjoying a film, and I feel like if if the film has got like grabbed me in such a way that it is entertaining, then I stop looking and caring about a lot of the minutia, exactly. the tiny stuff in the film. Like in uh, Jurassic World, I thought that movie was incredibly dumb, but when I watched it, I was having such a good time in the theater that uh, I didn't care that that lady was running in high heel. <laughs> Well, now it seems from a giant like, dinosaur and outrunning him,
0: that I was like, "This is fine." There's I'm just, fine with it. There's just so much going on in this film, and despite you know the fact that each one of the participants in this film are amateurs, like mm-hmm. I, 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 I was engaged even a second time, which blew my mind.
1: Yeah, um, Dan, ask me a question, please.
0: Well, okay. Did you laugh at any point in this film at like what you perceive to be a joke? Um, because some of the things I think are unintentionally funny, but then other things I'm like, there's no way that he did not just put that in there as a joke. Sometimes I'm not sure because there are certain scenes like the
1: surfboarding scene that was really oh funny to me. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. And that that's not like what I'm just, talking about.
1: That felt like a fun action scene that was meant to go like, what the fuck? You know, like that kind of a thing. A lot of it was me going, oh my God, this is crazy and laughing at it. Um, but I think a lot of that was intentional, like the, the spectacle of it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the times when they had like actual jokes, the joke jokes weren't really working for me too much.
0: Well, okay. So I can talk about that really quick. Um, sure. First of all, the joke that made me laugh, cause I think it was intentional was whenever one of the sons goes out to, um, pursue Harrison mm. <laughs> He just, he goes out not even for five minutes. He's literally outside for five seconds and some random Haitian comes up. He's like, Hey, you need a ride? (laughs) And he has a fucking scooter. (laughs) What about when they're sitting at
1: the, uh, that, that outdoor restaurant and, uh, that guy comes up and says hey, what so is he, a magic, magic trick? trick? And he just starts doing magic. And I'm like, what is going on? That That is one of the most baffling scenes we'll definitely have to talk about My
0: later. comment on that was the this Wegener guy, this Scott, if you will, um, he's good at transitional quips. In other words, one-liners that get us to the next scene and wrap up the current one. Um, yeah. That's kind of a comedy TV trope. Like, you know, like a lot of times I find those in comedy TV, but he did that Mm -hmm. in this film. Like certain scenes with the whole family, you have everybody talking and then one person gets to say one punchline and it goes to the next scene. And I I don't know. I liked it. You want to hear something cool? Uh,
1: He actually has a background in that type of thing. Like he's been doing uh, camera work and involved in film for uh, over 50 years and he won a a bunch of uh, uh, regional Emmys Ooh. doing um, broadcasting. So I think he has a big broadcasting stint that he did. I, I'm assuming that was his career. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in broadcasting, you know, they're doing the quips. They're, I don't know if a lot of that's – I mean, if you're doing, like, a docu-series or, like, an expose, they probably script those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming he picked up a lot of that stuff from doing that, which I think is cool. So, Dan, my question to you is, in this movie, did you think that the special effects were enough to carry your attention throughout the film?
0: I'm going to have to say yes, because, like I said, I watched it twice. And, you know, if I'm going to be fair to it and compare it to other things, yeah, that's the way to be fair to it is compare it, right? No. Uh. Um, it reminded me, it was very reminiscent of um, Nollywood pictures, like the special effects of Nollywood movies, like movies from the Nigerian film film um oh, economics yes yes yes, yes like captain phillips and stuff you, no no like ni- n- nigeria has its own hollywood it's called nollywood and i've never heard of it it's, it's it's literally it's the third biggest um self-sustaining um motion picture e- economy in the world it's, um, it's we need to see a nollywood movie yeah we do what you, are we you doing? have bollywood <laughs> Which is number one, I think. I think they surpassed Hollywood, and then Hollywood, yeah, and then yeah. Nollywood. And the only reason Nollywood is as popular as it is is because they don't import American pictures as much anymore because they're like, we can just make our own. And they have uh, shit tons of these weird movies with interesting narratives and just horrendous cool. special effects that they don't give a fuck <laughs> about. So, because like, Bollywood likes to take films that were already
1: made in America and then put their own spin on yes. it. Usually turning it into like something complete because they do dance. They You have to be very, very talented to be an actor in Bollywood. Um, but you're saying Nollywood, they're just doing original stuff. I mean, I'm, I like either way. Uh, um, I love I love me some Bollywood. So yeah, we I'd should like definitely to see check out a film
0: Nollywood film, film, film. For sure.
1: I think we should do both, honestly. Yes. Find some indies there.
0: Do you want to, or are you curious enough to see the other two movies in this
1: trilogy? <laughs> No, probably not. Mm. Uh, and and the reason being is I so I liked the grandiose scale of it. I liked a lot of the special effects. I think sometimes it was a little too busy. Um, but he had this vision that he was trying to like. There's like a whole sea battle during a storm, mm-hmm. and he's doing that. He's he's manufacturing all this stuff, and it's pretty amazing. Um, but I, I think with just some of that, it, it it really does take away because you you keep getting taken out of the film. Um, But I I think the biggest thing is there was a lot of times where um, we would have a lot of static shots with special effects because we're using green screen and it would just be like one, two cuts back and forth. Yeah. Like
0: the, the shot reverse shots are very much not fluid. It's
1: if there was way less of that and more, uh, more dynamic camera, movement and i think the i think it's a specific issue with the special effects that he wants to do like he's like i can't do you know like a tracking shot or all these other really interesting shots because i have all these special effects going on and there were times when the camera was moving and we had the special effects happening but um i I would honestly be like less special effects and and more having the camera keep our attention because Mm. I was getting bored even during some of the bigger moments. I was actually more entertained during um, dialogue and character moments than I was with the action scenes of this film. Which, I mean, how did how do you feel about that, Dan?
0: Well, I mean, like it really just depended on the the whatever it was I was watching. Like um, certain okay. scenes I could have done without. Like whenever um, Jamal was making fun of the agent lady. By looking That went on past. for too long. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was
1: it was kind of funny, and then you you just if you hit the joke too many times, then you're like, all right, but there was bond. just there
0: was there was so much more to it, like in terms of I was making myself laugh because there were just so many moments in this film that I I just riff tracked like you know riff tracks it. Um, uh huh. The biggest critiques, though, I have of the film, one of them, I think, is able to be fixed. The other, I think, is a YouTube issue because we watched okay. this on YouTube, and we'll, we'll put a link to it as well. But um the first thing is it's, it, it started like this, and it fixed itself after a while, I think. Otherwise, I just got used to it. But the scene where um, she is trying to find out where that doctor is by going to the 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 school and then yeah. she meets up with that bitchy lady <laughs> the the room tone in there is all over the place like you need mm. a uniform room tone so you don't get each individual room tone as soon as that mic picks up because mm-hmm. it should be a consistent quote silence instead of no noise some noise, no noise, yeah. some noise. And that, that was really um, aggravating. But I think, like I said, I think it fixed itself after a while. Then the other thing is certain scenes look like they're going in slow motion. And I think that's just the way mm. it's rendered because...
1: Yeah, it felt like sometimes the audio wasn't syncing up with the voices. Like when Harrison would say certain things, his mouth would move. And then there were like no dialogue was coming out. And I was like, I- am I missing something? Is my volume too low? I don't know what's going on. Um... And uh, also on the boat, a lot of the boat scenes. It seems like they filmed that on an actual boat that was probably docked, and then they use CG to, to like kind of go around the boat to give it the illusion that they're on the sea, which is
0: cool. Yeah, this but... whole thing was filmed in Cincinnati, Ohio.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it super takes cool place.
0: Day. It takes place in Haiti, in Martinique, in multiple boats. Yeah. Um, and, open and waters. like some
1: of the, some of the room tone, like you were saying during those scenes, it was really picking up a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably could have 80 yard, maybe some of the lines during that or done some pickups later, but you know what? I'll say this again. I probably, I think I said this before, but this movie is a triumph. If you think about the amount of work and like, this is like a two hour movie he made. Mm -hmm. And all of these insane special effects and all this stuff. It was probably took him longer to do the special effects in the film, the movie. Yeah. And just all like, there's so many actors in this. I don't know how you wrangle all these people together. He's got good equipment uh, to film these, you know, it's um, uh, the movie looks good. Uh, And I don't know. So much heart and so much work went into this that I can't help, but appreciate it. So, uh, we're gonna spoil this movie now. Uh, the film "Riddle the Spider's Web." If you want to see it, is on YouTube. Scott Wegner uh, is uh, hosts it. He, uh, you know, he's the director, creator, and you know, Scott. He didn't really ask us to review it. It was kind of asked us from another site to review it. So I don't know. I hope he's okay with us reviewing it. <laughs> Sorry, we already did it. Anyways, um, we're gonna spoil it now. Uh, go check it out, Dan. I'm gonna give a quick rundown of what the fuck, what the. Fuck? fuck is going on in this movie okay so people can try to follow along all right so we got jamal he's a smart son right mm-hmm. he has special glasses that seem like they were probably explained in previous films because yes. they're just there and he has these special glasses these glasses can basically do any magic stuff any technological wizardry that you can like think like
0: cure his adhd
1: yes uh there's so many things these things can do uh, then you have Malcolm. He's just the other son. Uh, he's, but he's just kind of the there. He's the chosen one. He is the chosen one, and I guess he has psychic powers. Um, but it feels oh, I like. I didn't get that. Yeah, he has <laughs> psychic powers. But him being the chosen one and having psychic powers doesn't really help the. like, It's like all these characters want to get the chosen one's son here to help them, and they don't need him. They already know what's going on. Everything that he comes to a revelation about, they already know. So it was confusing. Uh, Harrison is the adopted son. Uh, he's the troublemaker. Is he the main character? I'm not sure. There's a lot of main characters in this. Then you got Robert, the dad. He's cool. I like him. Uh, then you have Tyler Dunn, who is the... he's She's from the Department of Energy, uh, who I was just calling Doe for the longest time for Department of Energy. And she's got a whole other thing. Like... How do you feel about, like, there's so many different characters in this. Then you have Dongo, who is uh, the, I guess, like, voodoo uh, uh, helper of the mother, the queen mother. Of the steampunk voodoo granny. And he's got, like, a weird voice. And so there's so many characters going on. Then you have the brother of Dongo, because Dongo dies, and then his brother just shows up to, like, replace him in every scene. Uh, there's There's a lot going on. A lot of the characters split up to do different scenes together. There's pirates. Uh, There's pirates. There's Russian slavers. There's, okay. (laughs) There's some evil white guy that shows up. Okay, let me read you what I wrote in my notes. White guy is making a black hole. Yes. And somehow Harrison understands this. They are also drilling into a volcano with slave labor that Russians have kidnapped people to use. To operate their computers, They're, they have <laughs> slaves running their computers so they can build said black hole. But the voodoo queen, yeah, there's a voodoo queen, she needs to find the chosen one to activate the keys to the universe and defeat
0: science. I was really hoping for one of these rants. <laughs> I, I, it's been so long since Jared's gotten flustered with the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she uses... Snake riddles to unlock the Chosen One's power, who is uh, Malcolm, in a Dune-like scene. Probably the best scene in the movie. I love that Dune, like, mm-hmm. fadeaways where he's like, the Quizzak Satirak. And he's, like, becoming, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's becoming the, the the Dune Rider or whatever.
0: He's uh, awakening he, in my sleeper, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The sleeper has awakened. And he can have uh, visions. Uh, There's also smart glasses and a laser heist in the beginning. Oh my god.
0: Laser... Okay.
1: Jared... (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm not done. (laughs) They're creating a singularity black hole so they can sell it on the black market as a weapon? What? And
0: then... Also, it can
1: make you immortal? Also, there's pseudoscience. Go ahead. (laughs) The white guy
0: who is... He's not making the black hole, but he's trying to sell the black hole. He's like, if it's, if it's chaotic and doesn't work, governments will spend more money on
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: So we, 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 we got the fact that, um, you know, there's, there's a laser heist, right? The the pirates, yeah. um, take the laser onto the open water. Yeah. And, oh wait, um, Dan, did yes. I
1: mention in the first three minutes of this film, there's an, a, a volcano eruption with a man and his daughter hiding in a cave. And then, uh, voodoo people kill some dudes that there's just like weird voodoo, uh, priests in a cave and there's magic. Mm -hmm. Magic is real. Magic
0: is real by the way. All right, go ahead. So laser heist, (laughs) the pirates take it out to the water and they get thwarted and the laser ends up going into the water. Are you, are -hmm. are you following me? Yes. Are you following? I don't think you're following me. It feels like the laser. Jared, Jared, there's a laser at the bottom of the ocean. Remove the laser. (laughs) Carry the laser. <laughs> remove the laser from the bottom of the ocean. Thank you. I will be here when all week.
1: the laser go by. Uh, the laser me down. Uh, remove the laser. Don't they just kind of... Do they forget about the laser? No. No, I think they
0: they get it, right? They get it because that's the third laser in the singularity. It says cancer laser on the side of it, just in case you forgot about it. Oh, then, don't they already have lasers? They have those lasers. They have two lasers, lasers, but they need the third one to suppress the matter into singularity. That's why they stole the laser in the first place.
1: Okay. And the drilling into the earth, into the volcano? I don't know what what that was. What was that for again? Okay, all right. Uh... <laughs> Dan, why do you talk about a
0: scene you want to talk oh, about? Oh God, um, so many. <laughs> First of all, we we start this film. Well, the a lot of the inciting action comes from um, this this what is it? A blue ribbon ceremony of opening up a hospital because they yes. have a ca- cancer laser. So there's a lot of people here, you know, schmoozing and and drinking and eating. And um, Jared, why would a sea captain <laughs> be part oh, of this man. celebration?
1: I don't know. And you know, there's a, another weird thing too. So when Harrison's walking around, he's like trying to go use the restroom or something. And oh, uh, this is
0: one of my favorite scenes. I have a yeah. For he it.
1: sees okay. He sees this. He sees like the laser room, right? And this doctor comes up. And the doctor speaking speaking to him in French and you're like, okay, I guess this is a French doctor. He doesn't know English. And he's like trying to talk to him and they're having a communication problem. The next scene, that doctor goes to another doctor and speaks to him in English. Like, I saw a suspicious kid. And I'm like, what is going on here? He said it
0: in a French accent. So here's the joke. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Philip Harrison is trying to get out of that situation. He's like, hey man, I don't speak French. And then without missing a beat, I said, That's okay. Neither does it the guy you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> because his French was so like rudimentary and it was not oh, fluid was it? At all. <laughs> You could tell. <laughs> it's like, I took French in college. <laughs> that's that's oh, what I got out of it.
1: Another scene I liked is when Malcolm steals that boat. Oh, and he's God. like, "I need a boat." He's like, "Yes." Any money? Mind if I take this boat? He <laughs> just steals it. That was kind of cute. Um, uh, let's see here. Storm effects.
0: I uh, mean, the whole like you said, the whole boat battle. Just anything it's that's just, on the water. It's like yeah. he did what he could to achieve that illusion of mm-hmm. we're we're you know fighting on the high seas. And yeah. some scenes it works, and other scenes it's glaringly obvious that it's not. So it's weird. Sometimes it's so busy
1: that it's hard to see what is even on screen because there are too many effects. It could. It gets pretty distracting at times because it's hard to see what's going on. Do you remember the scene where the the villain tosses that guy a gun and it like freeze frames, and the camera gets all crazy? Mm-hmm. It was like an anime scene. It, that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that a lot. That. I wish there was more of that in in this movie. Uh, let's see here.
0: There was a flashback. In the uh-huh. film that I, I, I would assume came from a different movie, but it was towards the end where um, it was that really cheesy one where where Malcolm is like, we are the one. Don't you remember whenever I saved you from that quarry and he jumps into a river? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I guess, I guess that what? happened in a previous movie. I guess it did. Um, okay. I want to
1: get to that one scene at the, uh, when they're outside eating. Together, so they've they've saved the laser and they're on the island or wherever, and they're all kind of sitting around trying to figure like what should we do? And uh, the obvious thing would just be leave, like just get the fuck out of here. Like what are you guys doing here? Get the laser and leave. Um, but then some dude shows up. He's like, hey, do you want to see a magic trick? And he starts doing the magic trick. Right then, a crowd emerges out of nowhere to surround them, and the Department of Energy lady is like trying to get to them and she can't. And then she gets kidnapped. The Russian guy's trying to show up to get them. As soon as he gets to the crowd, they're gone. Like, they get knocked out by sleeping gas and somehow, like, spirited away from that table. Yeah, another
0: party wants <laughs> them to be kidnapped. Yeah, so there's the voodoo gang. There's the Russians trying to kill him, There's the Department of Energy. And this fucking <laughs> and like, poor guy is only trying to raise his two goddamn sons. <laughs> yeah. And his adopted son. He's <laughs> also
1: there, too, I guess. Um, but I just, I thought it was so funny how, how, how did they disappear when the whole crowd was standing there It was there
0: baffling. I will agree with you. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I guess we're here now. But I didn't, I didn't really mind it too much because I I, I think, I think it was, the, I think it's the second viewing. The second viewing is really saving this film because the first Makes time, the, the first time I really remember like being like, what the fuck just happened? And the second time I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs>
1: But then here's the weirdest part. So the voodoo people who are the good guys, I get, I think so. I think, um,
0: I think there's no such thing as good or bad here. I think it's all uh, terrible.
1: So they they split up some of the characters. They split up Harrison and Malcolm and they put them in a cave. So Malcolm can go on a vision quest. I don't know why Harrison is there. He's just there with them, I guess. Then you have um, Jamal and Robert and uh the department of energy lady they get put in a hotel so dongo can talk with them and they're like listen your son he's the chosen one he can help us and then i'm thinking like okay if he's the chosen one why don't you just put him in a cave why don't we all, why aren't we all together I, I, I think a big issue with this is there's too many freaking characters wait there should be the dad there should be the smart son and then probably harrison you don't like malcolm um, i mean i don't he's his story was inconsequential. They kept saying I he was the chosen one. It didn't make any sense.
0: Well, okay, yeah, but I also think that... Okay, so you're saying get rid of Malcolm, but then keep the... the Combined w- Malcolm the and Jamal lady? into
1: one character.
0: Yeah, okay, and then keep the uh, lady who's trying to get them from the Department of Energy. Or we want to get rid of that, too. Because, uh... I mean, technically, the whole thing could exist without her because she was just trying to get him for the department of energy because he's apparently is a physics genius, but I like that actor. So I want her to stay. Yeah, well, exactly. So
1: (laughs) Uh, combined Robert and dongo together, keep the queen mother, uh, just combine a few characters together. (laughs) And just, uh, yeah. And this movie doesn't need to be two hours. I think we can agree on that too. Right.
0: (laughs) I will say that. But I don't want it to turn into fucking color out of space, if that's what you mean by combine the characters. Oh Yeah, oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want that. All right, Dan, uh, final thoughts. We're running late. Here. Oh, God.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, Jared, um, before final thoughts, I need to sure. ask you, what the fuck is he surfing on?
1: Um, it's some kind of black hole device that can make balls float in the air, and that makes Harrison a genius to the random white guy.
0: Uh, it's it's
1: that thing they were like putting their arm in and uh, like controlling the lasers.
0: Okay, I couldn't tell. I could not so tell. That's what happens.
1: he. I guess at the end of the film gets it and leaves the facility that's crumbling and like he's like surfboarding on it. Um, the coolest scene in the movie. Yeah, by far.
0: Well, okay. So here's my final thoughts. I may not go back and watch the first two films, uh-huh. but. I'm kind of excited about that sequel he's sending out. <laughs> yeah. Would I watch his new film? Yes. Yeah. Because he it's all fucking born ultimatum film. and shit. It's
1: awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. And there's like a teaser at the end where it's like this guy and he's like, oh, I'm typing on a computer and like computer stuff. Brandon so.
0: Johnson. I think his yeah, name was or something yeah, like that. Yeah.
1: All great villains <laughs> are named Brandon.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> so yeah, yeah I'm thoughts, totally down for um, to that. It, it just a really interesting piece of of film like it's Mm -hmm. super long and super just laden with special effects that you could tell a lot of energy and time were poured into this and i can't even imagine Mm -hmm. what his budget was because you know you could tell that he I, i would assume he really utilized his budget to the best of his means i don't know yeah for sure You can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com where you will find that we receive a lot of emails there. And we also receive and give a lot of tweets on Twitter um, and Instagram. We, we, We tweet on Instagram and we Instagram on tweets.
1: That's right. We're also fucking around on Reddit sometimes. So there you go. Um, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and this is your first time listening, then you might not know about the Necropodicon network. That is the network that, uh, we are affiliated with really a lot of great podcasts on there. A lot of great people. If you go to the Necropodicon.com, it's like Necronomicon, but with podcasting in it, it's clever. I know you're welcome. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you can, you can go right to that front page of the website and click on a link to the Discord. You can come hang out with us. We're having fun on Discord. We're derping around. We're posting pictures of cats and goats. Um, We just have a great time over there. So, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening again. Hey, if you really want to help the show, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get reviews. And the big thing is, tell other people about the show. Like, this is what really helps the show, is... Tell people who you think might be interested. Tell people who might not even be interested. Tell people who can't get away from you on the the subway. You know, tell Mm -hmm. anybody who will listen. (laughs) It really helps us. And uh, thanks again. Appreciate you. Dan, you the final word.
0: Yes. Through the annals of history, there has always been the spider web. And you, Jamal. (laughs) I mean, Malcolm. I mean, Philip Harrison. (laughs) Uh, one of you, one of you is the the chosen one, and <laughs> you will serve the steampunk voodoo granny at her every <laughs> That was
1: awesome. Amazing.
0: I'm Andy Walker, and uh, I'm from the sci Film Podcast. Uh, if you like short science fiction and horror films, please tune in to us uh, every week, and uh, we will give you reviews and interviews and other things. You can catch us on Spotify or Anchor or uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Thank you very much indeed. Uh.